ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo.
So, uh, some of you that thinks you are running away from no, it's your life, it's your destiny. Yeah. Some of you get to heaven and God will tell you that I called you to be a full time priest, though, as you were running away from even center work. No, <laughs> hey, scary, but are you ready for the word of God tonight? I hope you are ready for the word of God tonight because. I can tell already that it will be, you know, don't be worried by numbers. Yeah. Don't be worried. Even some things, it's not everybody who deserves to, to hear it. So tonight, I want your spirit to be ready to be open. I want you to keep yourself very alert. Keep yourself spiritually connected. Keep yourself receptive. Aim to grab something spiritually. Aim to catch something. Let something of this anointing rub off you tonight. No, how many of you are not tired of small, small ministry? How many of you are tired of seeing your graph go up one week, down another week, up another, down another week, up another, down another? What is this? But I'm telling you, if you can catch an anointing, eh? 
Jesus Christ said that. They, they came and told Jesus Christ, Lazarus is there. He said, relax, let me finish the work. I'm, I'm doing a three-day convention. Let me finish. So by the time you finish, the guy will be dead and right. Wait, let me finish. When there's anointing, there's no problem. I, I was telling somebody this week that I still remember the first day we came and stood here in OEB. That we are, church is coming here. Hey! But I'm happy I was not the one who was called to come and do it because I would have run away to have been a Jonah. <laughs> yeah. But when somebody with a certain type of anointing is able to look at the wilderness and say, oh, no problem. We will come. We will come. Oh, we should leave the cathedral. Oh, we will come. And one year later, two years later, has a large church. Then you need to catch something from such a person. You need to catch something from such a person. So, we are here to catch a revelation, a, a few drops of anointing. Something to just, it should just rub off our nose small. Our center will explode. Yeah. So, if you have come to just listen to point number one, so, oh, Charlie, he said seven points. When will we get to number six? He's still on number two. He's still talking. No. Then you shouldn't be here. You should leave now. Now. Leave. Leave us alone. Yeah. Tuesday night is like a mini camp. As we have come, we have come. As we have come, we have come. Yeah. Until there's some small anointing on our foreheads, we are not going anywhere. Until there's some small oil on our forehead, we are not going anywhere. Yeah, because we are tired of the small churches. So. Oh, we are t- look, take it from me. Eh? Your seven member center, if they were 40, eh, I'm telling you, your preaching would be different. Some of you, eh, even, you may even have a healing ministry, you don't know. But seven people, where will you go and do the healing? <laughs> but I'm happy that God has given us a gift. And God has sent us his anointing through a man. And I don't know about you, but tonight I'm determined to try and catch something. Something should rub off me. Something. 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 A statement. A word. An idea. Something should rub off me. Something. Something should enter my pocket for me to take home. Yeah. Something to enter my pocket for me to take home. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are as ready as I am, I want you to, with a very, very loud hand clap and a shout of praise to God, let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh God, come on, you can do it louder. And 
appreciate God for bringing you to church tonight. And you want to thank Him for everything else. Thank Him. 1 Timothy 1.17 I thank my God. I thank my God. The world made a way by, by, by putting me into the ministry. Your life is changing. Your life it's changing your life somebody just became a mega church pastor and ask the Lord to open your eyes. Not these two eyes you have. There is another set of eyes. Some have two. Some have four. Some have six. The Bible describes a being with eyes around the whole head. Backside everywhere. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to open those eyes. Or better still, some of you want to ask the Lord to give you some eyes. It talks about revelation. 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 Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Tonight, I'm preaching about one of the journeys you need to embark on. If you have any intention of having a mega church, and I'm not too tired to inform you that a basenta is a church, a center is a church, a basanta is a church. A branch is a church. A zone is a church. A cathedral is a church. If you are in charge of a region, you are in charge of a church. And it must disturb you that what you are overseeing is not big. There is a prophetic destiny 
for every minister of God. That your beginnings are small, but your latter end increases greatly. And some of you are yet to fulfill that scripture. Your beginning was small and your end is still small. You began three years ago small. Three years, you are still small. And it shows your hypocrisy. Because you don't want to remain in class two after three years. You don't want to have the same level in your office. You want to go up. Every year you are expecting. If there's no promotion, it becomes a prayer topic. How come you are not bothered? That rather, what is your greatest life? What is actually your, your, your real life? Rather, is where you are not. But rather, you are praying at Achimota Gardens for promotion in your office. When your real life, Paul said, the life I now live. This one rather doesn't bother you. You are sitting by something which is dry, dead, dying, any, any D. Any D. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't dilapidated, devastated, deteriorated, degenerated, any D. It, just, it, doesn't, it doesn't occur to you that rather that is what you should pray about. You had a beloved and after two years he has not bought even a card for you. It's a prayer topic. <laughs> a card from a beloved? If you have 200 members, you will not cry about a card from a beloved. Your members themselves will give you cards. It's because you have nothing that you are expecting a card from somebody who doesn't even want to buy cloth for you. Let's want to buy cloth for your engagement. You want a card from him. Tonight, I'm speaking not to those who are interested in starting centers, but those who are inter- interested in growing their centers. Tonight, I'm speaking not to those who are interested in having a ministry, but those who are intending to superintend over something very massive. A little one. A little one shall become a thousand. Isaiah 60, 22. A little one. Why? What's, I said, well, what's wrong? But what's wrong? Is there a case? Tonight you will grow. I said you are receiving something that will make you grow. So, tonight, I'm preaching on the 10 journeys of a mega church pastor 
And I think I'm on the eighth journey. Am I seventh or eighth? Eighth journey. Two more to vacation. Eighth journey. And today I'm talking about the journey of reading, listening, and watching. The Trinity. Yes, there is a holy trinity in ministry. Either you are in it or you are out. It's a holy trinity in the ministry. Reading, listening, and watching. <laughs> Don't even dream about having anything that is large if you don't have this habit. Actually, I want to take off from the art of leadership. About 10 things every leader should know about the power of habits. If you intend to have something great in the ministry, understand that the conduit is habits. And today we are going to talk about three habits that are key to your life in the ministry to your increase in the to, to even having a life in the ministry. So I'm just starting with this. Number one, a habit is an act. You don't need to write it. It's in the art of leadership. A habit is an act that is repeated easily without thinking about it or planning to do it. Easily. If you don't make it a habit to read your Bible, to read books, to listen to messages, to watch preaching videos, you are sitting here looking at me, you don't do such things. then you are out of the game. And you must do these things, you, you, must, you, must, you must do it for so long that it becomes a part of your life. And then you do it so easily. Number two, a habit is an act that becomes your custom whether you are conscious of it or not. You can consciously be a reader. But you can also be there unconsciously you are reading. Like now many of you, unconsciously you just take your phone and go to WhatsApp. Before you know you are on Facebook, it's like, it's because it has become a habit. May something better 
replace this habit. Yes. So I'm, I'm laying a foundation with this knowledge and teaching on habits. A habit is often an insignificant act that seems to have no power to affect the future. It's so insignificant and it seems to, to have no power over the future. I mean, if you want to have a large center of 500 members of human beings, what has that got to do with something that you are listening to in your ears? It seems to have no impact. But that is it. It seems like, like I mean, when you are going to the toilet, the last time you, were, you went to the throne room, as you sat there and you took a book to read, I mean, really, what is it? How does what you are reading even affect the type of church you are building? So always, it looks insignificant. Number four, a habit can either be good or bad, natural or spiritual. Some of you have got bad habits. It's a, and it's a habit because you've done it, sir. May you read, sir. And I pray that God will have mercy on somebody here to replace a bad habit with a good habit. May God have mercy on you to replace a bad habit. Can you lift your hands and let's, let, let's, let's allow the Lord to do this. Lift your hands and receive the grace for conversion. Thank you, Jesus. Conversion, conversion of a bad habit. Something that is about to destroy you because it has now become a habit. Lord, give me the grace to convert into a good habit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Or it can be natural or spiritual. Spiritual habits. Having your quiet time is a spiritual habit. Ask your neighbor, have you had your quiet time today? The person's face is changing. The person is smiling, but cannot smile well. And he can't answer. You see that? He's presenting as if he's chewing gum. But he's not chewing gum because we don't allow gum in this church. If we find you, you are walking out. So you're not chewing gum. But you are twisting your mouth as if you are chewing gum. And you can't hear what the person is saying. Good habits are repeated as easily as bad habits. Yes.
Bad habits lead to consistent failure and defeat. So the possibility that your church not growing or you not being able to preach well is because of bad habits you have. And one such bad habit is sleeping too much. It's a bad habit. Or watching too much TV. It is a bad habit to watch a lot of TV as a pastor. As a shepherd, it's a bad habit. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to have mercy on you. To change. Father, break those habits. Father, break such habits. Father, break such habits. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, Bad habits lead to consistent failure. Like Jacobi said, your, your, your graph never goes up, up, up. It goes up and down. It's like you only succeed to fail. And that's how your life is. You only succeed to fail. The next major event after your hand clap is your failure. But there's another person, the next major event after a hand clap is a bigger hand clap. Something he does. The path of the just is like the shining light. Proverbs 4.18. It shines more and more. Not more and less. So think about, as you are here, if you are a zonal leader, regional head center, whatever, you, you imagine your graph. And you must start living your life with graphs. Anything you are doing, anything, studying, number of minutes you spend a day to study, graph it. Number of hours a day, today, two hours, yesterday, three hours, tomorrow, one hour, graph it, put it in a graph. You will see what you are doing with your life. Somebody just somebody can give an offering and leave. Because that's what you came for tonight. Put your things on the graph and see. You, you'll be shocked at the type of useless life you are living. You won't believe it. But because there is no... It's like measurement. That's why that message, that journey, is one of the... In fact, I don't know where I should have put, whether first or last or what. Or all, the, all the journey should be one message. Measurement. I'm, I'm discovering... More and more, people who do things and don't bother to measure. They don't understand that journey. It's a journey, it's a special journey. 
with special investments and time just to measure things. I'm removing. So don't play. When I say fill a form, when I say do something that will measure your work, that will measure your attendance, don't joke with it. Because now we are in, in a, in a high-tech church. Very high-tech. Today I went to somebody's house. I've not seen some before since I was born. High-tech. Yes. In Ghana, yeah. The temperature of the room, the curtains, the everything is on the panel. You just touch one, two, three, four, and music plays. And depending on the light you turn on, TV is on. <laughs> Zanzibar. Here, here. (laughs) My church member. (laughs) That's how the church is going to be. It should worry you that what you are doing is not growing. This service is not expect great things. It's not for church planters. It's for people who expect great things. This service is not for reverence. It's not for center leaders. So if you don't come, it means that you don't expect great things. Then I'll remove you. I remove you fast. So, so, so it is here. Bad habits lead to consistent failure and defeat. And I, I, I like it says without the person realizing what is happening. Yeah. Because some of you sitting here don't know, as we are speaking, why your things are not growing. You don't seem to know. But you will learn something today. Good habits lead to consistent success and victory without the person even realizing what he's doing. So, a lot of people who are very successful will not be able to tell you why they are successful because it is habits. And it's so normal that it, 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 to him it's, it's, it's not. In fact, he's surprised you are not doing that. So, most successful people don't know the reason. In fact, if a successful person gives you a reason why he's successful, in, in 8 out of 10, they are wrong. That is not it. If these things be in you, they make you. Second <laughs> Peter 1, 8. They make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord. If these things be in you, they make you. And all of them are habits. Faith, virtue, knowledge, acquisition, everything. Charity, 
Uh, they are all habits from verse 5 to 7. Habits. And if these habits be in you, they make you great. There is nobody who is great without habits. Good habits. Ah, and I forgot to say, to add. There is nobody who is failing who doesn't have habits. I'll take it again. There is no one living or dead who is successful or who has been successful. It doesn't exist. Such a person does not exist without habits. There's nothing like somebody who is doing well and doesn't have habits. It doesn't exist. By all means, he likes doing something. He likes teaching. He likes praying. He likes doing... There is nothing like that. And there is also nothing like a person who is failing, whose church is not working, whose zone is not growing, who doesn't have habits. We are a result of habits. If these things be in you, they make you. There's no woman whose marriage is failing who doesn't have habits. If you sit here down, you know why the marriage is failing. I'll take it again. There is no woman whose marriage is failing who doesn't have habits. There is no man who is headed for divorce who doesn't have habits. We are a result of habits. So pick good habits. They will make you great. There is no marriage known on earth which is sweet and it's working. And they can't point to habits. Jesus, I'm very careful the things I say. Good habits lead to consistent success. Tell you, ask your neighbor, is it possible you are destroying yourself? As a person, as, a, as you are sitting here, no, see, see, so one person should choose and ask first. So ask who is ask who is speaking first. Okay, all right. So the one speaking should ask the other person. Ask, is it possible you are destroying yourself? Is it possible you are destroying your ministry with bad habits? What, what, what the person is saying? As the person again, the same person who is asking, is it possible you are about to be sacked because you have bad habits? Ask her. Then now the one, the, the hearer should be the asker. Now ask. Is you to ask, is it possible you too, you are going to be sacked because of bad habits? I think I must say it again. 
there is no known prosperous woman or man without habits. You can't tell me there is the, I mean the best student in the class doesn't have habits. And the last student in the class you can't tell he doesn't have habits. If these and, and, and most of the time it's not one habit. That's why I have lumped up the three. Reading, listening and watching. If these things sir, sir, be in you, you will struggle. Because number eight is bad habits are easy to form but difficult to live with. It's easy to sleep. It's easy not to go for outreach. Honey, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy not to. Is, is it not even nicer not to read a book? I mean, you just lie in bed, you watch TV. It's, it's easy. But it is devastating your life. While good habits are difficult to form, but easy to live with. And they make your life easy. Good habits are difficult. To pray every day. I mean, it's difficult. I just invited you here tonight to explain your life to you. Yeah. You failed in school because of habits. And you are failing in the ministry because of habits. You did well in school because of habits. And you are doing well. Somebody, a, a, show me a man who doesn't have a job. He has habits. Yes. Show me a girl. This girl doesn't have a job that can tell you that she has a habit. At least I know one habit. A habit of not looking for a job as if it is a job in itself. She lacks it. She, 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 she. Let me talk about things which are necessary. Show me a man who has a business which is growing. I, I will show you. Number nine. Every successful leader has a number of good habits. That's why tonight I'm bringing three. Has a number of good habits that have brought him to success. It cannot be one. One thing cannot lead to any good thing. Things must work together for good to happen. Every, every successful center leader has a number of good habits. And tonight I'm talking about reading your Bible, a habit, make it a habit. Reading books, listening to messages, watching preaching videos, make it a habit. If these three things be in you, they will make you. And the last one is beautiful. Habits are a safety procedure for leaders. Yeah. 
safety procedure means that as you are here, God forbid, if there's a fire, there's some exits. It's a a safe, safe exit. Safety procedures are things you do to maintain, you know, safety. Safety. To minimize injuries. Any man who doesn't have a habit or doesn't have habits will ruin his ministry. Why is a habit a safety procedure? Habits. Why? Because it's so much a part of your life that you will still do it even when you are under pressure. You will still do it. Because it's normal. Just like how you put your, your, your finger in your nose. It's normal. Whether you are crying or you are happy, whatever you are doing, your finger is in your nose. It's a habit. So when there are pressures, oh, help me. I need help. When there are pressures, because it's a habit, you will still pray. Whether you are writing exam. What are they, you, you, uh, what's the thing they do in the offices? Uh, is it taking stock or that yearly accounting thing? What? Review, Review or something? Don't say word. One of those useless words. No, not performance. Eh? Stock taking or audits. Uh, those type of things they do. Uh, yeah. So, if there's audits, you won't come to church or you won't pray because we are doing auditing. Because uh-huh. it means anything you don't do when you are under pressure, it's not your habit. I'll take it again, baby. Anything you don't do, anything pressure is able to neutralize, isn't really a habit. One wife told me, she said, me in our marriage, whether we are smooching, we are sweet to each other or we are fighting or we are quarreling. Who has sex? I'm quarreling. <laughs> I like, it's a habit. Like, like, jumping on each other is a habit. And mind you, life has precious. Oh, help me, Jesus. Life is full of pressures. That's why you must let some things be a habit so that no pressure can obliterate. No pressure can obliterate it. If it's not a habit, then that's why many of us don't have our quiet time. Because it's not, it's not really a habit. It's, not, it's just because it's something you do when you have time. When you have time. But there were some people like Peter. Peter. In Acts 6. Pressure of widows not being given food. Or not. Didn't stop him from praying. He said, we will never stop praying. So, better look for other people to serve these women. Kai. If it was today's pastor, he would have stopped to go and share food. If it was today's center service leader, he would have stopped to go and feed the widows, the Grecians. But not Peter. Not Peter. He said, no way, baby. No, 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 no. There's something we do. 
And this emergency will not stop us. Can you stand to your feet and lift up your two hands? As the Lord to have mercy on you. Mercy. Kilo Lord, I'm finishing. Lord, I'm finishing. I'm being destroyed. I'm being destroyed. I stand the risk of losing my ministry. I stand the risk of losing I stand my the ministry. risk of becoming an outsider. I stand the risk of becoming Lord, an help me. Lord, help me. With habits. With habits. Give me strength. Give me strength. Give me grace. Give me grace. To develop habits. To develop habits. The habit of reading books. The habit of reading books. Reading my Bible every day. Reading my Bible every day. Listening to messages. Listening to Messages. Watching preaching videos. Watching preaching videos. Help me. Help me to arrange my life. To arrange my in life in such a way. In such a way that I do this easily. That I do this easily. as a habit. As a habit. Pray. Do you want to be great? I don't know. I Kaparana Habits. When staking Loto becomes a habit, whether you have money or you don't have money, you are staking Loto. When drinking becomes a habit, whether you have money or you don't have money, another word for addiction. Mala asalo, mala asalo. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Kilamanda, ikaru inde. Like the house of Antipas, who had addicted themselves to the ministry. Habits. Mega churches are reserved for men and women with habits. The discipline, Lord. Rico Jeme. Habits. 
Shalianta Kadaia Trabana Rechole 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 Rokada 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 We receive grace tonight Lord Ramanu Brahma Kim Brahma Mantu an addiction, Lord. Riba, Riba, Atoma, Antea, Ika, Atese, I want to believe that you understand what we are doing tonight because some of you are about to lose your place. And it's not because you fornicated. It's not because you stole offerings. But just because you were made of habits that were not helpful in the ministry. Like sleeping a lot. Like not reading. As you are there, like as you are standing here, there's no lifestyle of listening to messages. It's out. We have to introduce curses. We have to introduce curses before you get podcasts on your phone. It's like, it's not your nature. I'm saying that you don't need to be a thief to lose your place. And now this system has zero tolerance. Zero. For non perfect and we are living tonight that apparently those who perform have habits. The last Salvation Sunday, those whose graphs and whose indices were up, they were interviewed. And they, they, they <laughs> that is how life is. They stood up and said easily what they were doing. What they were doing. What they were doing. And those who scored zero also had habits. See, we are talking about church and basenta and center and church and this, this, this but what we are discussing is perhaps even more relevant in your personal life yes why you are not liked in your office if these things be in you ah actually look at look at it look at the next verse verse 8 uh, verse 9 so we say, say he that is he that lacketh these things, the one who lacks these virtues, is blind. And that's how some of you are. You, you are blind. You are a blind shepherd, leading blind people. No wonder both of you are in a ditch. The one who lacks these good habits of brotherly love, virtue, patience, knowledge, faith, Temperance, all this, uh, the one who doesn't have it is blind. And it's so true. I mean, whichever way you look at it, it's true. 
that we are truly made up. Our marriages are made up of habits. I've stumbled upon something big. Your failure in school is not because of the school you attended. It has nothing to do with the school you attended. When we were in medical school, the best guy, the top guy, he taught us, ah, he came from Hamas. And the girl who was sitting on top of us in the class was from St. Mary's, Kolebu. Not from Wesley Girls or Holy Child. Or... It's not the school. It's habits. If you will ever fall one day from a place of grace, it will be because of habits. Be careful. Can you lift your hands and ask for mercy? Try up the bad habits. Try them up before they dry you Imankiro da malana mamanka malama Your business, your education, your marriage, your family, your life, your spirituality, your ministry, everything. Habits. Look at you. Look at you. La aturi inkebrenkepe lo adrona malakabrika para baba aduma kunchungi di brada birioko rebodesh korobodo shabarama makabaraba salada baba lumama habesi kiro oshke rashamaranka chagra rasela adrinko pero liadankari inkoka yanto brinkanta balia alu Si adenkele lo odori ma asabado kakaka ikada kakatumara ataji renkenchi talk about Jesus he had habits that's how Judas even was able to get because he knew where he would be. It was his habit. He took his disciples to Gethsemane. So he said, oh, three o'clock, he's there. If it were some of you, you will still be alive. You will still be alive till today. We will never find you. <laughs> yes. That's how they caught him. Judas could predict that the guy is praying here. And was he praying when he went? His handkerchief was full of blood. His handkerchief was full of blood. Thank God we have Jesus. If you were the one coming to save us, you would still be alive after 2,000 years. Jacob is serious. We can't find you. <laughs> by Judas, they got him. First attempt. They got him. Zaz. 
Admit me there, honestly. If you if you don't mind, I feel we can go because I've got the message. And there's nothing wrong with having an early evening. I got it, baby. I got it. But for the journey you made here, that's why I would like to reward you with something. So but really, we have it. If you take this thing. I'm convinced that over 90% of you here still don't understand what I'm saying. Can you let, let your answer as the Lord say, Lord, do it for me. Lord, do it for me. Do it for me. Do it for me. Have mercy on me and help me. I thought it Jesus. You might be seated. Hmm. You know, honestly, I think that Charlie, but people are, I see people coming in. I have to reward them because it's not easy to come here. It's not smart to come to a place in the night. So the, the rest of the message is just kindness. But this is it. I've been preaching here in this church for many years. I say it jokingly that your toilet, there should be a book there. I was surprised to ask a sister here on Sunday. But that she has a book. I say first of all, because I just see I must be fair. That your toilet, is it for you or is it like a family toilet, like you and everybody? Because it's possible to be in a place where everybody uses the toilet. So, oh no, it's just for me and my husband. Wow. And I said, Do you have a book that when you sit down, you open and you read? She said, No. I don't have it. I don't have the habit of reading. Please don't stand up. Lift your two hands and just ask the Lord for grace for habits again. No, 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 no. I don't have it. 
So she has joined the ranks of the people who are persistently being defeated. Predictable defeats. Help me, Jesus. To even preach tonight. Jesus name. Amen. So tonight I'm talking about the habit of and is reading your Bible, reading books, listening to messages. Watching, watching videos of a pastor preaching, watching it. It's called the Trinity of Ministry. The Trinity of Ministry. There are other trinities, but this is one of the trinities. Say Talianda. The ten journeys. Of a mega church pastor because our prophet says that if you have a vision to have a mega church, it will lead you on a journey. Yes. And I'm giving you 10 of such journeys. Today is the eighth journey. And it's what journey? The journey of reading the Bible. No, reading the Bible, reading books. Two readings. Reading the Bible and books. Listening to messages. In whichever way they are. Whether it is recorded, a podcast, or a CD. Just you are listening to a message. And the third in the Trinity is watching. Watching. Preaching videos. Watching. If these three things be in you and abound, they will make you, Uncle Francis. They will make you. Because ministry is a journey. First Kings 19 and verse number 1. First Kings. 19 and verse number 1. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. And withal, how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Verse 2. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah. I understand it. Saying, so let the gods do to me, and more so, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow, about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, 
which belongeth to Judah and left his servant there. He ran away. Honey, honey, honey. Elijah is not the only person being chased. We are all being chased in the ministry. Devils are chasing us. The devil of barrenness is chasing us. The devil of smallness is chasing us. The devil of a lack of exploits. Some of you, it has chased you and caught up with you. And has overtaken you. Some are being chased by women. Literally. Yes. Modern day pastors have Jezebels. Some of you have been chased by failure. Just fail in the ministry. Flat out failure. You, you, you make it. I should start charging gate fees for this conference. It's a, it's, a, it's a conference. Maybe that's what I'm going to do after this one. I'll, I'll start charging. Because some of you don't deserve to be here for free. It, it's too great for you. Whenever I'm preaching, it's prime time. Elijah was almost about to see the end of his ministry because a woman was chasing him. And the Bible says in verse 4 of 1 Kings 19, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and requested for himself that he might die. And that's what some of, many of us are. You are sitting down. You've come to a place. There's no movement. There's no advancement. When you look at your graph, it's a graph under a juniper tree. Yes. Stagnation. I mean, you cannot lift your attendance beyond a certain number. Oh, Lord. Why am I preaching a good message like this? But you deserve it because it takes a lot to be here in the night. Yes. To come to a forest in the night. To listen to an Elijah. Thank God I'm not wearing leather panties. <laughs> leather panties. Satulakaya. Ask your neighbor, are you sitting down? Are, are, are you advancing? Ask the person. Are you advancing? I mean, your, 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 your attendance, your things, your data, last month or last two months and now, is there a difference? Are, are, you, are you stagnating? Are you sitting down under a juniper tree and requesting to die? Some of you are requesting that I should suck you. And your request shall come to pass. Take away my life. 
I'm not better than my fathers. And that is what you must never say. You know, this is one of the reasons for stagnation. People who say they are not better than their fathers because a son should be better than his father. A son should do more than his father. But the fact that you will do more still doesn't make you a father. A father is a father. Whether he urinates in his underwear or not, he's a father. Nothing can take it away. A mother is a mother. Kai. But generations that come after ought to do better than the generations that existed before. So you ought to be better. I'm believing God that when somebody is looking for a wilder type of bishop that you are, they will find me. That's my vision. I'm believing God to be a wilder type. What? Hey! <laughs> if you invite me to your church, you know that yes, a son of that great man has come. A son of a prophet has come. Abba. Elisha did more than Elijah. You ought to be better than your fathers. So when you see a man who says, I am not better than my fathers, he doesn't deserve to live. He's a, he's a waster of stems. You are the children of the people who went to the moon are going to mass. Earlier generations build upon, and the generations that come after move and even build further upon it. Their, their structures are taller, bigger, more complex, more modern. In my whole life, I've never sat in a, slept in a room where if you turn on the, a certain type of light, TV will come on. I'll run away. I'm, I'm happy I got to know. No, no, if I'm sleeping in that room and I, I turn the light, the TV comes on, I'll, I'll leave the room. <laughs> I'll leave the room. I'll leave the room. This, these are evil spirits. Yes? It's, it's evil. The lock. If you put a key in it, put a key in the lock, and you turn the key, it will be a normal room. But if you use your thumb to turn, to open the door, it means you are in a mood for music. So when you open the door, then the music starts playing. So if, if you are angry, you are tired, you don't want any disturbance, then you use a key to just open the door. But if you have come the night, I mean, you are in the mood and you want to just be happy, then you use your thumb to open the door. I've not seen that before. And I've built houses. And I'm happy that my children are building a house. That's the way it should be. 
So if my child and you are saying in a heart, I wasted time to give birth to you. You are a disgrace. You are a what? So I'm believing God that you are going to be pastors of 10,000 members. Major prophets and evangelists in the system. Wow! That one day I, I come for your crusade. Oh Lord, do this for me. I'll be standing at the back crying, crying. Is this me? Is that my son preaching to 20,000 people in my lifetime? I'll start crying. I'll kneel down weeping and wailing. I lift my hands. I say, Lord, you can now take me. My soul can now depart. Give me that privilege. Give me that privilege. That is what it ought to be. I am giving somebody that privilege. You too, give me that privilege. away my life. And it's true. Because if you are not better than your pastor, you must, your life must be taken away. You should look forward to preaching better than me. Having a bigger church than me. Having a nicer church than me. And still remain a son. Not a devil. Today you have revelations. So you don't know me. I said, today you have revelations. So you, you can't obey me. Because now, by the grace of God, you too have revelations. Waza. You are mad. I'll take it again. If you are not better than your fathers, you don't deserve to live. Die. Because life is such that subsequent generations ought to do better. So I can understand why he had to leave. I'm preaching about the habit of listening, reading your Bible, reading books, listening to messages, and watching preaching videos. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I like the way you are doing the sign language. It's very good. What's your name? Mary, beautiful. You are anointed. Verse 5. Let's, let's end the service. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. That's the message tonight. Arise and eat. <laughs> Once you discover that you are not better than your fathers, you must arise and eat. Once you discover that your ministry is at a standstill, you must arise and eat. Eat the Bible. Eat books. Eat Preaching tapes. Eat. 
I said, once you discover that your things are not working, you must eat. So you must ask your neighbor. So, so I now understand why you are not doing well. Tell your neighbor, I now understand why you are not doing well in the ministry. Yes. You are not eating. Arise. I said, once you discover that you are now, you are now motionless. You are not moving. Your ministry is at the same place. You should do what? Arise and what? Eat. So he arose. Verse 6. He looked. And behold. Kai. There was a cake. Always, if you really want to eat, there is a cake lying by you. It can never be that there is no cake. You are not eating. Even your if you if I take you to your house, I can show you material that you can use to build a hundred member, whatever. There was a cake on the coals and a cruise. You don't have any idea how God has supernaturally provided everything you would need to shine in the ministry. There was a cake. And I'm happy that he did eat. And he did drink. But he laid down again. Some of you eat. But you still are not moving. Because there's a way to eat that will make you move. Yes. If you don't eat in a certain way, you will not move. You will eat, but you will lie down again. So the Bible says, the angel came the second time and touched him again and said, arise and eat because the journey is too great for thee. The living Bible says, the journey is a very long journey. Arise and eat. Yeah, yeah. The eating that makes you move is not eating that you eat once. You eat and you eat again and you eat again. And eating once will not advance your ministry. You got to eat twice. You got to listen to the message twice. You got to soak it again. You got to watch it again. You got to read again, baby. Glory to God. Do you have the living Bible? TLB. The journey is a great journey. Can I have the King James? It's a great journey. <laughs> and, and, and it's a great journey, not because it's a great journey, but because it's a great thing. It's a great, it's a great thing to serve the Lord. It's a great thing. It's a, it's a great thing. And great things are done with a certain input. He said, the journey isn't some small journey. So, eat again. Some of you, the way you eat, you see, you are eating. Matthew chapter 5. 
verse 11. We will come back here. Blessed are ye when all man of... Uh, verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger. Aha. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You see, it, one of the blessings of life, satisfaction is not a blessing. It is actually a curse. I know somebody now who is cursed. There's a curse on the person. Because the person does, is no more hungry for the father's guidance. You might, it's a prayer topic. Pray never to be satisfied. The day you get filled is the day you have no blessing. You are blessed if you are hungry. That's the reason why some of you don't have any ministry because you are not hungry for nothing. Forgive my English. Why do you think I, I preach about six times a week to you people? I'm hungry for something. The church I have here, but this time, I should be in a hotel with my wife somewhere by the beach in Accra. Kai! But I have sworn never to be satisfied. Why? Fifteen members, you are full of yourself. You're asking your members to call you a prophet. We see your bachelor. At a point you are the largest center in the system. Now you are okay. And, and it, it is an African spirit. And you must overcome that curse. It's a curse on the black man. If there's anybody in this world to be a specialist in skyscrapers. I was just, I just, recently, a few days ago, I drove past uh, the former World Trade Center, something one. Tall. It's a tourist attraction. Tall. That structure should be in Bekwai. Yes. Well, if not Ghana, at least maybe Naomi or you know Freetown, because the builders of tall structures were Africans. But there is something about a black man when you clap for him, you are announcing his retirement. When you say you sang well. She has to die. We build the pyramids. Even today, they can't sit up. With all our modern things, they cannot put that thing together. It's impossible. You can't do it. 
it, it, it's, it's beyond humanity. From the pyramids, we went back to our hearts. When we were building the pyramid, the white man was in cottages. We were in cottages. They have built nothing above our many structures. Pyramids. It's just this recently they came to build castles. They have built castles. I mean, 800 years. Pyramids. Thousands of years. But there is something about us. We can't sustain excellence. Can you lift up your two hands and ask the Lord for mercy? I said on a normal day, we shouldn't have the service here. Ah! We've made it. We've done it. I can't say the things in the microphone. We've done it. But blessed are those who test. And the hunger for the right things. Hey. Can you lift your hands and ask the Lord to make you hungry? Make me hungry. Give me hunger. Give me hunger, Lord. Da rokoko, renka sando kikara, lasada ingeta kluri, bakikichi, rasali inkrekende meni alo. Show me, show me. It's not good. That you cannot be a person who is up and up, more and more and more, increase, increase, increase. Why? Every time you do well, the next. Time it must be a failure. Why? Pray and break that curse. It's not good. Fight it. May we never be satisfied, ah. Lord. Why isn't it possible that from now to ten years you go up and up and up and up? But as for you, you go up and down, 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 up, up, down, down, up, 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 down, 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 up, down, up, down. Why? Take satisfaction away from us, Lord. Rico Poa, Rapa Shaga, Lieke Sega, Liaza, 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 Liaza. A little hungry, success. Hungry, hungry, hungry. What a curse. Hungry. Clap your hands and break that curse. And we see it in every area. Every area. There's no test for unending excellence. Anytime you do well, things must change. Things must go down. You go up only to come down. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to make you into a great person. 
Father, we thank you. You may be seated. So, 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 there is a way you eat. Don't, don't listen to one message and think you are full. Don't sit here this evening and think that when I finish, it's like because you were here, you heard it. He ate the first time and he went back to sleep. Because there's a type of eating, it doesn't take you far. You've eaten. If we ask you, have you listened to the podcast? Yes, but your ministry is not going far. Do you listen every Monday? Yes, but it means that it is not enough. You see, one of the things Jesus Christ said about us is that we are salt. Actually, they say Matthew 5. 13. We are salt. Matthew 5, 13. Yes, we are, we are salt. So, and one thing about salt is that if it is not enough, it's the same as no salt. That, that, that's how we are. Our things, our outreaches, our prayer life, our Bible study life, our things, there, there, is, there is a threshold it must be enough. You must soak enough. And when do we know you've soaked enough? When there are discernible and demonstrable exploits. Discernible and demonstrable exploits. If there are no exploits, it means you, you listened, but not enough. That's why the angels struck him and said, Wake up again! One eating is like a pinch of salt in a big bowl of soup. You have put salt in it, but it is not enough. You are salt means that your things must always be enough to make a difference. We should feel that we are tasting something. We should feel that we are tasting new souls in your center. Don't say you've done outreaches. Don't say you've done a massive organized outreach. Not enough. When we come there, it's the same old members we see. But when we come there and the place is full of new members, then it is enough outreach. That's it. My dear. Rise and eat. Because the journey is a very long journey. And I'm talking about a journey. Ministry journey. It's long. And you don't go on this ministry journey without eating cakes and drinking water. So the next verse. So he arose. And he did eat. And he did drink. And he went in the strength of that meat. 40 days and 40 nights. And after 40 days and 40 nights, he arrived at a mountain. Kai! There's a type of eating. When you eat it, your destination is a mountaintop experience in the ministry. As I when you eat it, you know you are at the top. I am at the top. I am there. I'm having a good time in the ministry. That's why everything you can see in the microphone. Don't think this is my ministry. This thing here is my ministry. You are a segment 
of a segment of what I'm doing with my life. So you can choose to fall. I'm on the mount. I eat. How I wish I could just express myself freely. But I can't. I eat. You are watching me. Watch me carefully. Because I can't watch you. There's nothing about you to watch. You look like a, like a bastardized orphan. It's not enough to eat. You must eat so much that your next destination is a mountaintop experience. What he ate took him to Mount Horeb. What he ate took him to Mount Horeb. He went. That thing he ate carried him. That's what I'm standing here. Something I've eaten is carried me. Oh, yes. I ate something in the toilet this morning. It has done something to me. Why? Why are you inferior? Why? Why? Why should I be the only one who is doing well? Why? I mean, like, like, we, are, we are even afraid to commend you. We are even afraid to say well done. Either you have not eaten at all or you have not eaten enough. Because not eating at all and not eating enough will still end you at the same place. Hmm. My dear friends, today I'm talking about a journey of eating. If you don't eat, we will know. And if you don't eat enough, we will know. And when we know, then maybe you will live here and go and do ministry somewhere where there are no standards. But here, it's a standard. Standards board. Oh, yes. Here, everything is standardized. So some of you, if you really want to do ministry for long, then go to a place where there's nothing happening. Just be there and call yourself a shepherd. But here, here, then unless we've not located you, I'm preaching tonight that there is a journey you must be on. And the journey is called the journey of eating. Eating. We don't do this on an empty stomach. We don't do this work on an empty stomach. Many of you have got empty stomach spiritually. No reading, no studying, no watching, no listening. You are empty. And this is the ministry. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Hosea 4 verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So, so, so this is the first group. Which I, I, I'm sure it was describing charismatic Christians. They are destroyed. There has never been a, a, an empty generation of, of followers of Christ. 
like we have today. If you close your eyes, the next charismatic you touch is empty. It knows nothing. That's why you must take your this privilege to be here seriously. Because here we are trying to crank you up. My people are destroyed. So this is one group. The people of God. The masses. Then there is another group. something to be here. But what they, their real habit is that they don't, they, they reject knowledge. They don't go to toilet with books. They don't have their quiet time. And he said, because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest. So there are two people here, that my people group and then the priests. My people, no, that, like the, the, the church members, they are, they, are, they are empty. But the priests, they resist knowledge. And the Bible says that when you resist knowledge, God will also resist you. You reject knowledge, you are also rejected. Listen to me. We do the ministry to the degree that we have knowledge. Your level of knowledge determines your level of ministry. Level in ministry. So you reject whatever, oh thank you, whatever you do with knowledge determines what is done with you in ministry. You reject knowledge, you are rejected. That's why I will never, now listen to this one, listen to this one. I will never accept somebody God has rejected. That's why it is so easy for me to sack you because when I see that God has already sacked you, uh, that's what God's servants exist to do. When you see God has done something, then you also do it to the person. So Samuel poured oil on the head of Saul. And said, God has already anointed you. So I'm also pouring the oil on you. So when I see that God has rejected you, I'll also sack you. I saw one last week. I just mean that he was spiritually. It's a spiritual language. But some of you cannot even see people who should be sacked. So today, I'm going to share with you Ten reasons why you must read the Bible, read books, listen to messages, and watch preaching videos. The three together. Number one, reading your Bible. And books. Listening to messages. And watching preaching videos. This is how each of the points starts. Each of the points starts with this. Reading your Bible. 
and books. I'm not I'm, tonight. I'm not preaching about reading. I'm not preaching about listening. I'm not preaching about watching. I'm preaching about the Trinity, the three of them together. If these things be in you, they make you. Number one, reading your Bible and books, listening to messages, and watching preaching videos are vital in the art of following. And you must be following somebody. We'll talk about that one later. You must be following somebody. If you are sitting here and all you have is a pastor, all you have is a bishop, all you have is a founder, all you have is a prophet, you are sick and you are done for. The people who are going to go somewhere are not the people who have a pastor, who have a bishop, who have a prophet, but those who follow. Now, you cannot follow anybody without listening to him, watching him, reading his books, reading the Bible, reading, listening, watching. You can't. So, some of you here are following nothing. In 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 10. Elijah said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou shalt see me, when I'm taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if you don't see me, it will happen. That is, Elijah was following. And Elijah introduced the main ingredient in the followership. See me. And as he saw him, they also talked. You cannot follow somebody without watching him, listening to him, and reading the... As, as they're reading the Bible, it's, it is basic. Tonight's service is not for church planters. It's for those who have an intention of growth. If you are here, you are don't doing nothing. You, want, you, you, you are doing nothing. Please don't come here. Don't come here at all. You are, you are, you are wasting your time. It's for people who are doing something and they want the thing to grow. It's not just a service for Christians. If you see how, how is it possible that you are following nobody? And you are just there like a senior idiot. I mean, you are just there. Footballers are following people. Singers are following people. We smokers are following Bob Marley. 
They dress like him. They smoke like him. They are mad like him. You, a pastor of God. Ah! And don't tell me you are following somebody. If you are following, then you are not following enough. Because it should show. Yeah, we are the salt. Our things, I, I, if it is it's low, is the same as no. Hello? Yes, low amount is the same as no amount. Low, in our world, low and no are the same. So, you, you, you not praying and somebody not praying much, you are the same. The same. There's not even one dot different. So anything you, are, you want to do, do it enough till, 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 till it shows out in you. It breaks out of you. If you don't do it enough, you and the person who is not doing it are the same. Because we are salt. If thou shalt see me. You want to have a big center. I, 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 I don't know which group I was talking to. I was saying that. I mean, people are in Nairobi. People are in uh, 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 Kampala. People are in Cape Town. And they, they, they don't even know the, how to even make contact with somebody in first love. You are in Accra. 20 minutes drive away. You, you, by this time, you should have somebody in first love as your friend. If you are a dancer, the dancing star in first love. And not just somebody whose number is on your phone. Somebody you listen to. You see, if you see me, and the word see is not just looking. Interact with me. You talk to me. So they were walking and talking. Who are you following? And don't point... See, when you say you are following somebody, if I say I'm following somebody and there's nothing about me that shows, then I shouldn't say it or I am a fool. So ask your neighbor, who are you following? And you will listen to what you say. Ask him. Ask him. And you to ask. Don't laugh. Ask. And ask the person, what about you shows that you are following Bishop Dagwood Mills? Who are you following? He's asking a question. Answer. <laughs> Please, I understand the message. A sign that you are following is that we see stigmata of the person's work, fingerprints of the person's work. If you see me, either I'm not following anybody or I'm following somebody. And if I say I'm following somebody, there must be stigmata of the person's ministry around me. Even today, I had a comment. Today, I had a comment. I won't tell you the comment. You won't even believe what the person said. Elisha can never be Elijah. But we see when you are following. No matter what you do, you can never be Elijah. On the Mount of Transfiguration, when the real fathers appeared, it was who? Elijah. 
Number two. So it's vital. If you are following somebody, begin to listen to the person enough to make a change in your life. Watch the person enough to make a change in your life. Read the book. Don't, don't sit down and say, because you wrote an exam with mega church, you know. How, why do you say you know mega church? What about you is mega? You are known by the things you know, by the, by the, by the fingerprints all around you. Number two. Reading your Bible and books, listening to messages, and watching preaching videos, these three will lead you to catch the anointing. The anointing, one of the ways, one of the known channels of anointing transfer is the three reading, watching, listening. Reading, watching, listening. Reading, watching, listening. How do we know that reading leads to the anointing? You see, when somebody is anointed, the person is at the top. The person is, 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 is a man or a woman of exploits. The person is advancing. That's how we know a person is anointed. Not, not by the slangs he speaks or how he dresses or which towel he's using. Habakkuk 2.2 The Lord answered me. This God is speaking. He said, write the vision and make it plain upon the table that he may run that read it. The one who reads it doesn't work. We are not birds. We don't fly. Normally. Our fastest movement is running. We crawl. We walk. The fastest human movement is running. When you start flying, you are a witch. So it says that he may what? Run. That is, his movement will be the fastest. He will be at the top of his game. The one who reads. If you don't read, that's why many of you here are crawling. Revelations 1.3 Blessed is he that readeth. When you read, you are blessed. And the word blessed, that, that word blessed is the word makarios. Means fortunate or to be envied. To be envied. Only anointed men and women are envied. People look at you and want to be. One brother said he was looking at our pictures on Facebook and he was asking, Lord, when will I have such a picture? This short in my chair. This particular short. He pointed to a particular short. Fortunate to be envied. You don't see the word anointed there, but blessed is not different from anointed. Blessed is he that readeth. Blessed, anointed is he that readeth. And listening. Listening. How does listening lead to the anointing? Ezekiel 2 2. 
And the spirit entered into me. That's it. Anointing. The spirit entered into me when he speak. When he speak unto me. <laughs> when somebody speaks to you. When somebody speaks to you. When you listen to somebody speaking. Whether on television. Whether on radio. Whether on podcast. Whether on your whatever. The, once you are listening, a spirit enters. Listening is one of the known sources of the anointing. If you want to be anointed, you must listen. The third one, watching. How does watching give rise to the anointing? What you watch, the anointing you watch is the anointing you become. Stand to your feet. The anointing you watch is the anointing you become. 2 Corinthians 3.18 But we all, with open face, beholding us in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed from a dry person to the same anointed image you were watching or you were listening to. This one is beholding. It's an old English word means looking at. You become what you behold from today. May you have videos of anointed men preaching. It's a way to be anointed. Watch an anointed singer. Watch an anointed prophet. I've watched these things for decades. I'm not surprised I'm where I am. And I want to ask you, where are you also in the ministry? Where are you? And there's no magic. Remember Acts 10 34. I think so. Say, God is no respecter of persons. God doesn't respect gas and disrespect airways. The one who pays is the one who gets it. You don't have that watch. Because you've not paid for it. The phone she's using, you don't have it. If you pay for it, you will have it. There's no special person. There is no... Actually, the people who are great and are anointed are people we never thought much of. Most, most people who are anointed are people who will tell you that the, the society they were in rejected them. It's not of him that ran it or him that will it. There's a power at work. Don't, don't, don't make yourself a useless person. So even the way you look is because of the things you watch. Your appearance. If you watch anointed men, one pastor asked his son, who are going to do Rasta, his son, had gone to braid his hair. And he asked him, that, have you seen a president of the U.S. looking like this? Yes. United States president who has braided his hair. That should tell you where you are going. You will never become great, a great person.
No, I'm asking, what are you watching? I'm saying that reading your Bible is a way to it's a, write it that the person who reads it will run. Then Revelation says, blessed is the man who reads. And that word blessed means a person who is envied. Anointed man. Everybody wants to have something an anointed man has. I'm, I'm, okay, I want to ask you. Who envies you in the ministry? I, 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 know, I know people who envy your breasts or your buttocks or your hair. But I'm talking about ministry. Your ministry. Who envies you? Has anybody told you that you have some, your church, the way you preach, your ministry, your center? Yeah! How are you? I mean, who has called you to share a secret with him? Why? Because nobody envies you. And nobody envies you because you are not blessed. I travel. They ask me, the girl who sings in flaming fire, who is she? She sings very well. Yes, she, she is envied. She is envied. Why are you not singing last, last Sunday? Somebody gave you a hundred dollars. Here in the church, was only here singing. I'm not, I, nobody has given me hundred dollars in this church. Me, that's a hundred dollars. What are you talking about? Yeah. I said, have you when? Have you given me money before? But he's the only one. <laughs> please help me. Ask again, mommy. Please ask. Who and don't don't laugh when I say ask. ask. Who envies you? Who has called you to share some secret with him? Who? Like you've done something like swollen Sunday, you di- you brought some buses and all the center leaders were coming. What have you done that makes people come to ask how you did it? You are not anointed. That he may what? Wrong. The fastest movement by man is running. Unaided. Number three. Are you here or we should stop? Reading your Bible and books, listening to messages, and watching, watching preaching videos will help you to be a good teacher and a good preacher. Your bad preaching is what gathers only eight members at your center. I'm telling you, Center service attendance is directly proportional to, to preaching. And people are tired, though. People are tired. Yes. People are very tired. They, they, there must be something serious happening there. Ezekiel 3, verse 1. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, 
Eat. Eat. Like the cake said, eat. Eat this roll. It's not bread roll. This was a roll of a book. Eat this scroll or this roll and go and speak. You don't eat, you don't speak. I've eaten a roll as I'm sitting here, as I'm standing here. Oh, I've eaten, I've been eating. I mean, you can tell. <laughs> when someone has eaten something, you can tell. It's unfortunate, though. It's very, very sad. I won't, I won't even say what is unfortunate. Read. When you eat, you preach well. When you watch a preacher, you preach like him. It's so easy. Footballers are watching. Basketball players are watching. As part of coaching, there can be no world-class coach whose sessions do not involve watching. They watch. Abba. What is happening? Today, I'm believing God that you will have a habit because it will make you. I said, it will make you. You will join a list you don't belong to. I said, you will join ranks you don't belong to. You will join groups you don't belong to. I pray that you leave that list you belong to now and join something better. You deserve it. Number four. Reading your Bible and books. Listening to messages and watching preaching videos will make you minister in four dimensions. Reading, watching, listening will lift you to minister in four dimensions. Revelations 10.10 And I took the book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. It was in my mouth, sweet as honey. But as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Yes. One of the ways you know when you've really eaten something is that it makes you do difficult things. Yeah, that's the bitter part. It's nice when you are soaking it. Wow, what a word. Hey, hey, what a word. But it makes you do things that make you sweat. Things which are painful. Nobody can say you are doing something great till you are doing something that is painful and bitter. In fact, if you are doing something which doesn't have pain, which doesn't humble you, which doesn't stress you, which doesn't bring tension, then you are not in the will of God. If what you are doing doesn't bring tension, there's no stress in what you are doing. doesn't humble you then you are not in the will of God. The will of God requires tension. Jesus said, if it is your will, take it from me. Did he take it? Did he drink it? He drank it. You drink it. The will of God involves challenges. The fact that you are so relaxed, 
as a center leader. I took the little book out of his hand and I ate it. It was in my mouth sweet as honey. As soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Verse 11, watch it, watch it. And he said to me, this is a mega church pastor. Thou must prophesy again before many peoples. Not eight members. Many peoples. That's the first dimension. When you eat things, when you watch things, when you listen, there's nobody who eats the cake, who listens to books, uh, to, to, to messages, reads books, and watches videos, who will speak to a few people. No, no, no. Whenever you see somebody whose ministry involves just a few people, you are looking at a dry, non-reader, non-watcher, non-listener. Anybody you know, ten, 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 and just ask the person, how many members do you have? And tell the person, don't lie. Yes. Mention your number. Why are you stammering? You are looking at a person who doesn't have a habit of listening, watching, and reading. Number one, watch it. Leave him. Whether you ask or not, you won't mind him. Number one, you, you prophesy before many people, your things will be large. Number two, to nations. Yes. You will, you will know how international you are and tell that you are anointed or you have been eating things. Oh, yes. Everybody's ministry. One day I, went, I was in a country to have a conference. And on the billboard were fathers, fathers, Papa. The man I was preaching, I told them. I said, I'm surprised. I said, you should be surprised that my picture is on the same page. It's on one poster with fathers, with world-class ministries. And I told them, I am not a founder. I said, I am a branch pastor. And I have been flown here to speak in this conference. I am what? A branch. These are founders. I'm not a founder. I've not founded anything. I'm a branch pastor. That's who tell you that. No matter where you are positioned, if you want to do well, you can be great there. I, I, I don't need to break away and start a church before I can be invited to a, a conference. Just eat. Just read. Sir, you are not a head pastor. This church we are in, I am the head pastor. You are some type of pastor. But I'm telling you that what I am doing, you can do it from where you are. You don't need to be the head pastor of this cathedral. Like I told them, I, I don't need to be a founder to be on the same billboard with founders. You don't need to break away. <laughs> you don't need to break away. Wherever, if you are a choir leader, you can be invited to lead choirs. Based on what you eat. 
and how you eat it. And you minister to tongues, different languages. Even here, I'm waiting for the first center that will start maybe a gun service or a tree service. Believe God and create a ministry where you preach with an interpreter standing by your side. You don't need to fly a plane. Right here in Nungwa, you can preach with an interpreter. At Oyibi, Malejo, you can do something that will let you preach with an interpreter. And kings. And what? Kings. We know how you don't read, you don't eat, you don't watch. When you look at the Kubolo people on the bus that is coming to church, yeah. the area boys in your center, when we come to the center and we don't see any proper person, yes, not everybody is proper. Not everybody is proper. It was said of Moses that he was a proper child. Who was it? Was it Joseph? He was a proper child. Moses. He was a proper child. Proper. Not some of you, you don't even look proper to me. I'm telling you, you don't look proper. When will we have kings in your ministry? Somebody sent me a picture of gallons of oil, cans of water, cans of drinks, provisions like a shop. Ah, so when I saw, ah, is, 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 are you starting a shop? Then I read the narrative. He said, look at what this somebody has brought me. When will somebody buy you Coca-Cola? You have, you, you have filled your center with area boys because you don't read. You don't read. You don't watch anything. You don't have the habit. We, we don't do ministry only with area boys. We also need proper people. Proper. Like Moses was a proper child. Tomorrow, your center service, the Kubola boys, the area boys, or the no boys, no boys in your, in your whatever. On Sunday, on Sunday, as a leader, as a zonal leader, look at the human beings sitting on your buses and ask yourself, when? When? And so, what does it mean? It means you don't read. You don't watch. I'm telling you. That's why the number two was the anointing. In my lifetime, I've seen, even today I've seen one. I mean, the, the house I went to see, and I've got a room in it. It's like James Bond. Those of you watching movies. Yes. If I live for 1,000 years, I can't even build a house. I don't need to build. I live there. It's my house. When will your member call you to dedicate a land he has bought? When? Is this your destiny? Can you lift up your two hands and ask the Lord for mercy?
Mercy. It's wrong to do ministry with area boys. It's wrong. Listen to me. It is wrong. You must have some, but also have proper people. Kings. Kings. Abba. When will somebody who has a BMW come to your center service? Because when he comes, he's only coming to hear nonsense. When you read nothing, you speak nothing. When you see nothing, you speak nothing. God told Ezekiel, eat the scroll and then speak you are not allowed to speak Number five, reading your Bible every day with books and listening to messages and watching preaching videos will help you to know what to do. For he himself knew what to do. Everything in ministry is about knowing what to do. Reading your Bible and books, listening to messages, watching preaching videos, you will know what to do to come out of the dry spell. You will know what to do. And it's, it's, look, let me tell you, it's not a small thing to know what to do. It's not a small thing to know what to do. Many of you are stuck because you don't know what else to do. But I don't lack it. I don't lack the knowledge of what to do. Every junction in the ministry, you need to know what to do. And how will you know what to do? You will know what to do when you have watched somebody or listen to somebody, oh, this person did this, or he says he's doing this. We get calls. Bishop Kobe is getting, I mean, they don't even call me these days. Bishop Kobe is always getting calls. They're asking, what, 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 how do we do this? What do we do this? How, how do we do this? Always. But you don't know what to do. So that's where you are, where you are. It's not about talking. Second Kings chapter 2, verse 13. Look at it. This is Elisha. Verse 12. This one, Elijah was going. So he left him in verse 12. In verse 13, he took up also the mantle of Elijah, the man who had left. That fell from him. The pastor who had left. He left his shirt. So he took the shirt. And he went back. Like this. This is 
This is Jordan. Many of you have been halted by your Jordan. You've met a river. You don't know how to cross. And Bishop Pilone, there are rivers you must cross. You meet it. You have to cross it. I've met it now. I, I, have, I have a river now. I have to cross it. Rivers. You have to cross. Otherwise, you remain there. Elisha also met Jordan. But when he met the Jordan, he had been watching somebody who also had the Jordan. I said he had been watching somebody who also had the Jordan before him. And he saw what he did. Ah! He, he, he took the mantle then he went back and he stood by the bank of Jordan. Verse 14. Watch it. It's like a movie. And he took the mantle of the pastor who had left. That fell from him. And he smote the waters and said, Where is the God of Elijah? Now, now watch it. The biggest word in this verse is about to happen to you right now. And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted. Because God is no respecter of persons. The principles that give church growth in Korea will give church growth in Afghanistan. The principles that are used to build a church in Africa will be used to... I traveled recently through many states in America. That's why I got convinced that there's no, every place is the same. What the people don't want to do. And I always point out, the city or the town you are with 18 members, there's a pastor of 5,000 members there. The Jordan parted. Why? Because it parted before Elijah. It has to part before Elisha. If Elisha is seen, hearing, and reading. So, and when he also, let's say one go, and when he also, again, and when he also, as when are you also? going to part your Jordan? When are you crossing these 15 members? Ask him! When are you going to cross these dead zones and dead centers? When are you going to cross it? Watch somebody who had 200 members and parted it! Is there better you can say the microphone? Something somebody has to say. Once you start talking, you talk like a fool. You're not watching. I asked a, ask a brother, he's standing there. Ask, I, I, whose, whose child is in school? Either when my child was in school, is that how I was visiting my child? Who are you following? Look at the disaster you are about to bring into your home. You see me sitting here. 
meetings. I can have meetings all night. When have you had an all night meeting with your center leaders also? You yourself, you too, as a center leader. When have you had an all night meeting? Like, like data. Because whatever you are feeling, so it's for him. He, 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 he likes work. <laughs> he likes work. Yeah, I don't have the time to be sitting now looking at figures all night. That's where you are, where you are. So there's a point where you don't feel sad for people. You don't pity people. Because people had the time and chance happened to the educated. To who? The literates. Time and chance happened to the engineers. Never. Everybody has had a chance. Ask your neighbor, do you remember the chance you had? Ask her. So when you are standing there today as if you are hated, as if you've not been chosen, as if you have done nothing, you remember that you also got a chance. And when he also. I'm very happy that I'm seeing this also in my life. Oh yes. I'm very happy. Not every pastor can preach the message I'm preaching. But still, you can't see. So those who must hear to do well, they will hear it. They will hear it tomorrow. <laughs> it's up to you. Elisha knew what to do. Because he had been looking at a pastor who was doing something. Some of you, you are looking, but it doesn't register. You are looking. But when you get a chance to do something, you don't do it. Because maybe you are not looking well. But Elisha said, when my father got here, this is what he did. These are the outreaches he did. These are the, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, um, meetings he held. These are the targets he gave. These are the outreaches they did. I mean, 7th of July. We were just 2,000 years. We did what First Love did. We gathered 10,000 people. I can't say much about that. Anything extra makes me a fool. But people don't look well. So, so you will even share the secret with people. They won't. That's why I've not had any soul in Sunday. Because I don't feel that if I have it today, then I'm not copying it because the structures they have, I don't have it now. I said we are the salt. We are salt. So either you are doing it enough or you don't do there's nothing you are doing. Whenever you know what to do. Remember that there were 50 sons of the prophet mocking him. Are they 50 or 40? Some number be. 50. They were mocking Elisha. And there is no record of these 50 idiots who were mocking a man who was reading, who was watching his pastor, who was listening to podcasts, who was watching videos, who would go and sit in the service and look at him. Because nearness is also good. And in John 6, it begins with this statement in verse 6. 
he himself knew what to do. He said, this he said to prove them. And verse 7, verse 8, verse 9, verse 10. You see the rubbish. What somebody opened his mouth. He said, even if we are to save our salary for one year, we can't buy. Some people, you, you see, it's out of curtsy I respond to some text. Just out of curtsy. Christ didn't even mind him. He said, where will we find food to feed these guys? And he said to prove them because he himself knew what to do. As soon as he asked the question, Philip also said, if we are to save our salary for one year, all the twelve of us, we can buy. Then comes Andrew with a little boy. He said, Christ, master, I found this, this boy with five loaves and two fishes. Then he added, and what is it among so many people? Nobody was talking sense. But Jesus was calm. He told them, make the people sit down. You are fools. Make them sit down. I'm asking, what do you know? How to grow your dancing stars? What do you know? Who are you following? Who are you watching? Who are you listening? I'm talking about the journey. I'm not, this, this, this series is not for church planters. It's for people who are doing something with a hunger for growth. Can you imagine if you are listening to Philip's suggestion? They would have gone to work for one year to save and come back. And when they come back, there's no... Because 5,000 people, it's always in the season. There's always a season where you get a certain crowd. After a year, you won't see that number again. It wouldn't be more than a year. They, they, they would have killed him. So if he didn't know what to do, he would never have fed 5,000. And some of you need to be talking about some miracles in your ministry. Please ask your neighbor, do you have any great testimony to share? Any exploits in the ministry? Please ask her. She's a singer. Any great exploit in singing? She's a pastor. Ask. Sir, you can also come and join and ask, ask your neighbor. Share some exploits in your ministry. Something great, which went international. Which, ask her. She's standing here. Why, why are you looking at somebody? You don't know what to do. yourself into a caricature you shouldn't be looking at like you are a great person you, you, you are making a mockery of your destiny look at your glasses I don't know whether you are a welder or a witch watch people's glasses you buy a proper glasses ask somebody what, what, what why is your ministry down? Ask her. Ask her. What, the, what, what have you accomplished? Okay. okay, everybody ask. What have you accomplished? Just tell me one or two things you've accomplished in the ministry. Accomplishments. Ask him. Because you don't know what to do. And you don't know because you have not followed. Elisha knew. He said, he is, I will also do this outreach. I will also do flash mobs. I will also prepare Google Forms. I will also have all night prayers. 
will also pray in regions. We will also do uh, call centers. Also. Why? Because you know. You listen. That's why Christ always when he told, he said, He that hath an ear, let him hear. You are a disgrace. You are actually a disgrace. Somebody in a church like this shouldn't have the ministry you have. You are a disgrace. I'll tell you clearly. I'm very sorry. You are, you are a big disappointment. You. Very big disappointment. By this time, your, your region should have centers that are 200. I mean, we see wild guys, prayer warriors, you know, this type of guy. Wild guys, gatherers. Oh, Jesus, when? Don't listen. There's no even even if you listen to the podcast, it means you have to listen. So when you are asked, you say, oh, "I also listened." Are you Aladdin? Are you Aladdin? Are you a normal African? Really lift your hands and that's what they say. Show me what to do. Reading your Bible and books, listening to messages and watching preaching videos will bring great encouragement and motivation to you in your work. Will bring great encouragement and motivation. Great encouragement. There is no way a person who is an avid listener, an avid soaker, an avid reader will be so depressed that he can is is immobilized. No matter your condition, there's hey when I'm at home and I'm, and I'm soaking and I hear something, I just I just shut up. Wow! I take my 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 phone. I'm, I'm making a note. That's one of the reasons why you must listen. It gives you encouragement. It gives you energy. First Kings 19. Sorry, Ezekiel 2, verse 2. Ezekiel 2, verse 2.
And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet. <laughs> when you are sitting down, you stand up. When you are lying down, it's like, so, so, like, 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 like a jolt of energy. He set me on my feet. When you are sitting down under a juniper tree, about to end your ministry, and you listen, you watch, and you read, it will just, you, you just stand up. Wow! I didn't know I could do this. I didn't know I could do this. Ideas. Number what? Number seven. What's number one? One go. Reading your Bible and books, listening to preaching, and watching preaching videos are vital in the art of following. And you must be following someone to be going somewhere. The cows that don't follow, they become kebab. Number two. Within your Bible and books, listening to messages and watching preaching videos will lead you to what? To become anointed. Will lead you to catch the anointing. You will catch an anointing by reading, watching, and listening. You sit there like a widow whose husband just died. Number three. <laughs> what happened to do what? To be a good teacher. How many of you want to become a good teacher and preach? Look. Lift your hands. You want to be a good teacher. Let me see your hand. You want to teach well. Hey, see, do you want to teach well? Are you a good teacher? Do you preach well? Do you preach well? Do you want to preach well? So what would you like to do? Read your Bible, read books. Listen to messages. Number four. Reading your Bible and books. Listening to messages. And watching preaching videos will do what? Will make you minister in four dimensions. And what are the four dimensions? You preach to people. You preach to nations. You preach to different tongues. And you preach to important people. Not just area boys and GMAT class. Next point, number what? Number five. Reading your Bible. Reading books. Listening to messages and watching preaching videos will help you to do what? To know what to do. If your church is small and you watch somebody's video, you will know what to do. You will know that your, 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 your meeting place is a rubbish dump. 
you will know that, that, that you, must, uh, you must put some lights on the stage. Some flowers somewhere. Number six. Reading your Bible and books, listening to messages, and watching preaching videos will do what? Will bring great encouragement. Encouragement. And what? Strength. And motivation. It will set you on your feet. Abba. Number seven. Reading books. Reading your Bible and books. Listening to messages and watching preaching videos. Will give you strength and energy for the work. Will give you strength and energy for the work. First Kings 19 verse 8. First Kings 19 verse 8. What does it say? First Kings 19 verse 8. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength. Say the strength. Of that meat. You, you, you go in the strength of what you have eaten. You go in the strength of what you have read. If you have not read your Bible, there's no strength. And if there's no strength, you will sit under a tree. Yes. No matter what. That is why it is important for a leader like me to suck. Because there's nothing we will do to move you. He went. When you listen to messages like eating a cake, it gives you physical strength. I mean, sometimes when you listen to a message, you can actually get out of your house to go and do outreach. You stop in the middle and start praying. Number eight. Reading your Bible. And books. Listening to messages. And watching preaching videos. Will help you to know what is possible in the work you are doing. What is possible. What is possible. Last night I was in Kolebu. Around this time. I was somewhere and a medical student just came to me. I've met him once or twice. I thought he was going to tell me something. I mean, I, 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 because I know him in a certain way. I was surprised. He came and said, Bishop, I'm a medical student. I'm in this year. But I want to really thank you for the 10 journeys you are preaching. I said, wow. He said, why? I, I said, why? So, one of the um, uh, messages we are preaching, you said there is no center that is above 50 members in one of the series. He said, when he heard it, he said, no, I should be able to get a center above 50. He had never crossed 30. So he said he did a cookout. He did some things. And had a very powerful outreach and a center service. Bishop, because of the message I listened to, we were 70 that night. 
I couldn't even say God bless you. I just turned. I said, for how long will I be hearing such stories? How long will I be hearing such stories? Somebody sitting somewhere listening to the podcast is motivated that he has 18 members or 20. said, no. And it must have been one of the passing comments I, I, I must have made. He, he, he instantly knew that 50 members was a possibility. And he went out and, 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 and walked in the strength of that meal he had eaten. 70 members. Is there anybody here that that statement meant anything to you? Because I'm telling you that most of you here don't even listen to the podcast. Because you feel you were here and you know, or you are not interested. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, I thought he was even going to say, oh, your podcast, there, um, some points you gave about the gathering service and so on. And so on. He, said, he said, you just said that there is no center that is above 50. He said, no. I'm also like that. Are you a center leader? Or are you just around? Is he in the church? Are you in the church? What do you do here? SCA. Under who? And you've got sheep. <laughs> you are thinking of your answer. <laughs> You are a comedian and a joker. <laughs> Say possibilities. Yes. When you listen to messages, you hear people saying things. That is if you are interested. <laughs> if you are interested. Some of you, some of you are here because there's a meeting. After church. You, you were called to come for the meeting. But it, you are not different. It, it, it's been so since... Ezekiel became a minister. <laughs> Some of you are here because our man, that man, and now they say he's going to use barcodes, QR codes. So just come, please. I don't. I'm already cursed. I don't want more curses. The way he talks by heart. Let's just go and sit there. It's okay. It's okay. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that my greatest joy is that. You don't represent my entire ministry. Yes. That's my greatest joy. When do you listen? I mean, a lot of the things I've done in the ministry, I heard it on radio. I heard it on tape, podcast, from a book. Ideas are everywhere. Solomon said, wisdom is standing at the rooftop. At the corner of the streets. Shouting. I'm standing here. I am wisdom standing here. Shouting. You finish. Have you finished? No, I've not finished. Number nine. Sorry, I've not finished. When I finish, we'll go. Number nine. Um. <laughs> Number nine. Reading your Bible and books, listening to messages, and watching preaching videos will help you overcome what fights you in the ministry. 
will help you overcome what fights you in the ministry. What fights you in the ministry. Psalm 119 verse 98. Thou, through thy commandments, has made me wiser than my enemies. Say, wiser than my enemies. And he asked, for they are ever with me. Say, wiser than my enemies. Yes. You need, you, you can never have a big church if you are not wiser than the enemy that makes you small. If you are not wiser than smallness, little things, things which are not growing, you must be wiser than, 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 than declining growth. You must be wiser than fluctuating attendance. You must be wiser than a small meeting. May God give you wisdom. And, and that is why reading, listening, and watching gives you ideas. They make you wise. He said, through thy commandments, you have made me wiser. When you listen, you get commandments. When you watch, you get commandments. There is an idea that will let you overcome a situation you have in the ministry. There's an idea. And that idea is in a book. It's in the pages of a book. That idea is on a CD. That idea is in a podcast. And I pray that one of these days you'll be among the people God is lifting up to be great. Stand up for number 10. Reading your Bible. Reading books. Listening to messages. (laughs) and watching preaching videos will lift you to sit with kings Everybody has a group that is higher than him. And only an appetite for knowledge. Every year, I see myself joining a new group. There's a voice when you hear. You move up. Those who don't hear only talk about their past glories. And I pray never to join the group that sings only the songs of past glories. In Revelations 4 and verse 1, John the Revelator said there was another voice. You see, a voice you hear whether it's on the video, on the podcast, I said, behold, a door was opened. Tell me, but there's a door opened. But there's a voice you must hear to guide you through that door. Say, as for the door, 
it is open. It's open. It's, it's open. But there's always a voice. And when that voice speaks, it may say 10 points, it may say read this, but in the, within the voice, the voice sounded like a trumpet. But he was able to discern what he was saying in it. That it eventually it meant come up here. I mean, listen to it. Listen to a trumpet. Ba, 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 ba. I mean, how how can you hear come up hither in it? It means there are some noises and there are some sounds. If you listen very well, there's a message in it that can lift you up to your next level. And I'm saying that wherever you are, there's a higher level. If you're on the thousandth floor, there's a thousand and one floor. Thousand and first floor. And there's always, you don't go up with a machine, there's no lift. It's a voice. The writer of Hebrews talks about the voice from the excellent glory. Either you are listening to that voice or you are not listening. And those who listen, those who are reading that voice, watching that voice, listening to that voice, they always go to the next level. I pray that the curse of remaining at the same place will be broken over your life. Because you cannot be here and operating under that curse. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to lift your ministry. Heard the voice. The voice said there is another floor. You have climbed to the 18th floor, but there is a 19th floor. Come up. Why are you stuck on one floor for 10 years? Why are you stuck on one floor for 2 years? Why? Why? Why can't you go up? Because there is a voice you are not hearing. There is a voice you are not hearing. As for the door, it is open. There is a door open above everybody. But which voice you are not hearing will determine whether you will enter. Which voice you are hearing? Lift your hands and ask the Lord. Lord, Lord. Where the eagles fly Or the mountains Lord lift me Lord lift us up Where we belong Not from the world we know Where the Lift your hands and ask the Lord. Let the eagles fly on the mountain. 
baby. Sing it. And the world with few hearts survives. Give that volume for me, please. And all I know is to wait I feel. Yes, I know how I'm feeling. And if it's real, I'm gonna keep it alive. Give it alive. Come on. Cause the road. The road. The road is a journey. The road is long. It's a very long road. There are mountains. Jesus. In a way. But we'll walk. Rise up and carry on. Lord, let us up where we belong. Kadini mo sandala bababa.
what tomorrow brings In a world where few hearts survive And all I know It's the way I feel And if it's real I'm gonna keep it alive. And it's real! So keep it alive! It's real! Cause it is real! That's nothing more real than a ministry. The road is long. I love this part. I love this part. And there are mountains in the way. But we won't worry because we'll climb higher. Keep climbing. 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 Where we belong 
your hand. Yes. Only God knows what tomorrow will bring. He knew my tomorrow 26 years ago. And he put me in the ministry. He knew that I was going to give birth to children. Who without the ministry? Maybe would have been drug, drug, drug addicts. Keep clapping your hands if you can, if it's possible. So you can climb higher and higher. Eat and climb. Eat and go. Eat and walk. Eat and fly, eat and climb, eat and climb, eat and walk, eat and run, eat and move, eat and move, eat and move. Korasita, Shonderi Maha, Kariazito Mahate, Taraba, Abraka, Zomna, Shonderi. Only thank you. I can only say thank you. That's why Paul told his son. It's amazing that the father was rather telling the son, so I thank my God that he counted me faithful and put me in the ministry. I suppose you don't value it. You don't value it. As I stood in the house today, Somebody's house. I said to them, I'm very happy. I gave birth spiritually. So I pity people who have the privilege to do ministry and they are joking with it. Because very little from your life will affect you. The things that will affect you will come from people. Yeah, that is why when Jacob was counting his riches, he didn't count money. He didn't count money. He said, With this stuff, Across the Jordan. And now I've become two bands. Because your real wealth is in the people you have. Two bands of people. The word band is Makane. I've become two bands. Two groups. I had a stick. Now I've become two bands. I told the center, I went to a center last week. I told them to start another center in the same place. If, I think I went on Thursday. I said, start a center on Tuesday, on Wednesday. Do it for me. Me, Edwin, at my age. Then you don't understand what you are doing. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you. I told them today. I said, I feel sad. So what I'm standing in is for me.
Because what I'm doing is not for me. I'm doing it to, to make my past, if there's anything like making somebody famous, that he has a church that is sprawling in the eastern corner of Accra. Thinking that I'm doing it for him. You should, you should travel with me. It is here that I'm nobody. Go with me. You see who I am. You don't know me. You don't know me. Everybody is changing. The one with 20 members is hitting 70. Oh, I'm sure the following week it came down. But at least he has gathered 70. Wouldn't you also want to hear, gather 70? Even the next week, I mean, nobody comes. I mean, even, even to know the possibilities. Show me that it's for you. Prove that what we are eating is crumbs. They should come and see real people who are growing their ministries. They should come to the church where the messages are being preached and see centers that are doubling in three weeks. Leaders that are becoming prophets and evangelists. It's not just talking. Show that you've eaten bread. When, when Elijah ate the bread, we saw it. He traveled in the strength of that food for 40 days. And when did he end? Mount Horeb. When he ate the bread, we will know you are eating the bread by the mountain top you ate. He arrived at Mount, the Mount of God. It's not just talking. You may be here, but the real... How do we know you have eaten? By, the, by where you have arrived. So better arrive at a better place before strangers which the Bible calls dogs. It's one of the words I'm using. Jesus Christ. He told a woman that I can't give that which belongs to children to dogs. Nobody can tell me. Acts 2020. Acts 2020. Nobody can accuse me of flouting Acts 2020. I never withheld anything from him. Anything that was profitable, I shared it. At the risk of sounding vulgar, risk of sounding harsh, at the risk of, I mean, I've added jokes, everything. I've, I've kept back nothing. Nobody can accuse me didn't share something with you. Lift your hands and have the Lord to let you fly. To make you great. You are the children. 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 It is. And let us know just by where you end up how you run, how you walk, and where your destination is, the mountain you, you, you land on. Oh, no, yes, you have eaten something. They don't just be talking and just speaking English. So by the mountain you, are, you have arrived at. Decide that even where your center is, you are going to start another center the day before or after. Have a vision. Know the possibilities. Everything has been given to you. Father, we thank you.